TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show is on the air. Time now for some uh, fantasy sports. As uh, some of you are into the postseason now, looking for help. And if you want to chime in, you can do so. If a line becomes available, 855-830-8648. We now bring in Paul Charchi from LeagueSafePost.com. Charch, how you been, buddy? I've been great. Thank you. Uh, your your Packers squad seems to have turned things around a little bit, but this is a serious test that you've got on your hands this weekend. This is weekend. it. I mean, you know, if you, you know. if you beat them, then you can pretty much say that you, would, you have the capability to win out. If you get drilled by them... Mm-hmm. Then you are going to be scrambling at best to uh, find yourself maybe a wild card, and that isn't going to happen because you lost way too many games in the NFC. So agreed. So the the basically these wins and losses for the Seattle Seahawks come down to this: Did you get a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson or not? And if you did, you probably won. And if you didn't, then you probably didn't. Now, I, I your team is just kind of a middle of the pack defense at generating quarterback pressure. And when you get put Clay Matthews on the inside as an inside linebacker, I think that limits his ability to do it too. So do you believe that your squad's going to get after Russell Wilson? This has fantasy impact on him too. Yep, absolutely. And if you can get after him, he has uh, become a different guy. And on the road, they're a different team That's good than point. they are at home. Yeah, for sure. So at least that's going in the Packers' favor, but this is still a very, very good defense without a doubt. So, um, well, do, well, do you sure. think your, do, so do you think your squad will get requisite pressure on Russell Wilson no. to keep him you no. know, running and having to throw from the run and all no. that stuff. You've got you... a bad hamstring and a bad shoulder on Clay yep. Matthews. Nick Perry is out, right. uh, who was uh, the counter opposite. Unless Julius Peppers becomes Julius Peppers all over again, uh, mm-hmm. no, no. I, I mean, I I can't pick them. I, you know, I mean, I hope they win. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But I can't pick them. And, and since I've said I'm not going to pick them, they started to win a couple of games. But <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, I can't pick them. I, they're just way too banged up defensively for me to have any belief in them at this point. Yes. So. And I, I think you're, I think you're right. I think that's the probable way that this one goes. If you've got a question for Charchian, it's either or, or one out of three. Don't make it more than that. Or we'll either hang up on you or just not take your phone call or your tweet. So uh, make sure you get it right. Let's go right to the phones. Talk to Jamie, listening to us in Pewaukee. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Um, really quick, full point PPR, Mike Thomas or Mike Crabtree? Uh, I like both of them. Uh, Mike Crabtree is is tricky because uh, they play tonight. This is Oakland versus Kansas City tonight. Right. The Kansas City defense has got one elite cornerback, Marcus Peters, who won Rookie of the Year last year. On the other side of him, they've got the other side of the field. They've got the maybe the worst starting cornerback in the NFL in Philip Gaines. So now you got to figure out, all right, is it going to be Cooper or it's going to be Crabtree on Philip Gaines? And, and who's going to be on Peters? Well, if past trends are any indication, Cooper plays the majority of his snaps on the Philip Gaines side of the field. Crabtree plays the majority of his snaps on the, the on the Peters side of the field. So... I'm nervous about Michael Crabtree, so I, I, I'd show caution there. He's my number 16 
wide receiver. I got Cooper way up at number five because of that matchup. And then more specifically to this caller's question, Michael Thomas, who is the Saints wide receiver, the rookie, who in a different year, were not for the two Cowboys rookies, would probably be rookie of the year. Um, he's going to he'll draw a lot of coverage uh, from Brent Grimes, who gives him a good advantage here and Alteron Werner and Vernon Hargreaves. There's a, there's a lot of ways that that he can beat this Miami defense. So I like Michael Thomas, my number 13 wide receiver. There you go. This one is from Trademark. It says PPR, Sammy Watkins or Terrell Pryor. Can't start. I'm not starting any Browns in the passing game. Well, I'm not starting any Browns, period. I don't believe any. You can tell me as well. Do you think that RG3 can pass? No. And especially in this, his first game back after missing, you know, whatever, 14 games. No. No, I don't either. So He you know, couldn't and, pass in his best year. Right. I mean, you know, it, rookie of the year year, he was an adequate passer. And then, you know, but that was 2012, 2011. It seemed like 20 years ago. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I don't trust him and I'm not putting my fantasy fortunes into the in a playoff game where I lose and I'm out into the hands of RG3. Let's go to Adam listening to us in West Bend. Adam, how you doing today? Hey, need to Ajay Hyde Gurley. That was Ajay Gurley, and who was the third guy? Hyde. Hyde. Ajay is in against Arizona. Get this. Arizona's uh, on at home. They give up the second fewest rushing yards per game at just 70. But on the road where this game is in Miami, they give up double that number. 138 rushing yards per home uh, per away game for the Cardinals. Ajaya, meanwhile, has forced a league-high 24 missed tackles in the last four weeks. He is a good running back. So I like Jay Ajayi. He's my number 10, my number 10 running back this week. Um, and then he had Carlos Hyde and Todd Gurley, and I got them 22 and 23. I don't like either one much, but I will take Carlos Hyde and keep my fingers crossed because Todd Gurley's just... Oh, it's just such a sad story of what's happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is uh, PPR League. Terrence West, Deion Lewis, or Kristen Michael? Duh, gross. Remember when you and I two <laughs> weeks ago were saying, it's going to be all Kristen Michael, you know, they got to go to him at no. some point? Yeah. Is it? Is it, I mean, the rumors have always been that he's, let's just say, slow to pick up the offense. How does that sound? Yep. Um, and I wonder if that's not the case here, where coaching staff just doesn't feel like they trust him. Do you think that's what's happening, or... I mean, I think what happens is in certain situations Mm -hmm. when the you're going to have run pass options, he's not fully equipped to be able to pick up what's a run and what's a pass and what the calls are. Therefore, he would expose the blind side, especially with a bad hamstring of Aaron Rodgers. Therefore, you can't play him. Right. So there you go. You know, we can't start him for fantasy use. And while I thought there was a chance that he was going to have a nice little end of season run and. You know, by talent, he's the best running back on roster, and I don't think it's very close, but these are the intangibles that don't make a coaching staff feel like they can put him on the field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and now we're way off track of the, the original fantasy question, which I've also forgotten. Two straight questions where I'm like, who the heck were we talking about again? So it was uh, it was Kristen Michael, no, and two other guys who were just dreadful. Yeah. I don't remember who they were. Oh, Terrence West. Terrence West. Terrence yeah. West was the, I don't remember, even, it was Terrence West or Deion Lewis, and the answer is Terrence West, and we'll keep our fingers crossed. Although I don't love him either. He's number 31 at the running back position. There you go. Let's go, uh, let's see here. Uh, who's been on hold the longest? Let's go to Craig, listening to us in Wauwatosa. Craig, how you doing today? What's up? Pretty good. I have Breeze, but I also have Winston. Is Winston a better start? I've got them right next to each other, eight and nine. But I like Winston a fair margin better. Um, as a rookie last year, he didn't do a ton against the Saints. Uh, and the Saints are better. Their secondary is better than last year's version. But they're still bottom 10 against passing yards allowed. And they've given up 
multiple passing touchdowns to eight of their last ten opposing quarterbacks. And I like Mike Evans' chances of having a good game here. And if I like Mike Evans, I must like his quarterback. So I'm taking Jameis Winston. There's a temptation to just think, it's Drew Brees. Why wouldn't I play him all the time? Well, because on the road, he's not nearly as good as he is at home. And that's been over the last three years, including this season. And... Since the Bucks got lit up for 800 yards in back-to-back games by Matt Ryan and Derek Hart in the middle of the season, since then they've been really, really good as a pass defense. Over the last four weeks, they've allowed a paltry 205 yards per game and one touchdown pass per game. So, I, I'm I'm taking Winston. I know it's hard to leave uh, it's hard to leave Drew Brees on the bench, but I'm taking him. And by the way, some other really good quarterbacks you need to show caution on. Matt Ryan down at number 16 in a game which I, I'm nervous about the status of Julio Jones. He's got turf toe. Mohamed Sanu's got a groin injury. Don't know if they're going to go. I'm worried about Matt Ryan. I'm worried about Cam Newton. I'm worried about Marcus Mariota against Denver. So there's a lot of guys that have powered you into the playoffs. So you need to think long and hard before just automatically putting in your lineup. Uh, Charge, I got one here that says in a PPR league, um, Rodgers or Mariota this week? I'm not starting Marcus Mariota. He's my number 19 quarterback because he's going up against Denver. And, you know, a lot of things have gone wrong for Denver this year, but their pass defense remains absolutely fantastic. The tricky part is, in in casual, if you're not a fantasy player, you probably don't realize how good Marcus Mariota has been. But he enters this game with an eight-game streak of multiple passing touchdowns. I mean, he really, really advanced this over the course of this season but that streak came against Cleveland Green Bay Chicago Indy twice and now he gets the he gets the Denver is you know they're number two in passing yards allowed and number one in passing touchdowns allowed 12 uh 10 of the 12 opposing quarterbacks to face Denver have thrown zero or one touchdown so I just I I gotta think it comes to an end here I'm nervous about Mariota and if you can find other you know other plays like Rodgers I would do it uh, let's go to Tom listening to us in Greendale Tom welcome to the program you got a question for Paul Chargian yeah, Paul, I need one of these uh, tight ends. It's a standard league. I've got Reed, Green, and Gates. I need one of those. Yeah, I don't – Reed, I don't know if he's going to play or not yet. And if he plays, you kind of have to start him, and it's a, it's a decent matchup against Philadelphia. Otherwise, we're going to play Gates because Carolina's defense has fallen apart without Luke Keekley in it. And it, you know, especially through the middle of the field where he would have roamed, I like Gates here if, if it turns out that Jordan Reed doesn't go. If Reed goes and you're feeling pretty good, and he practiced today, by the way, although re- the media reports say that he, he looked like he was in some pain catching the ball. Um, but if otherwise, let's, uh, let's, so let's go Reed if he plays. If he doesn't go, uh, let's go Gates. Uh, this one's Hightower or Lewis. Duh. Yeah, I don't think – in fact, you can just drop Deion Lewis outright because, you know – as, as nice of a talent as he is, he just doesn't touch the ball enough. And they've got James White. You know, he, he's he's like getting one-third of the carries behind LeGarrette Blunt, and you can't run on Baltimore anyway. And then he's getting like one-third of the, of the receptions out of the backfield because James White is still there, and it's just not enough. You can't get to fantasy viability on eight, nine touches a game. So... I, I, he needs lightning to strike, and I, I can't tell you that this is going to be the game against, or you know, maybe the the best overall defense in football, Baltimore. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to uh, let's go to Dave on the south side. Dave, welcome to the program. You got a question yeah. for Paul Charchian? Yeah, you kind of just answered my question. I got both uh, Washington tight ends. Which one would you play? 
Well, again, if Reed's playing, you got to start him. I mean, ideally in your scenario, uh, Reed doesn't go, and then you can start Vernon Davis safe in the knowledge that he'll get all of the tight end receptions. So any game in which Reed starts, you play you play him, especially if, unless you've got you know some other, some other really compelling matchup. Let's get back to the phone calls and talk to a Brett on the south side. Brett, how you doing? All right, guys, I'm losing sleep over this one. I have Brandon LaFell, Steve Smith, or Malcolm Mitchell, and I have to pick two. It's going to be uh, Malcolm Mitchell and Brandon LaFell. And I probably don't have to ex- you know, explain a lot about Malcolm Mitchell because he's been really good for a while now, and now he gets Baltimore, a team you can't run on and you can easily pass on. So the whole game plan skews heavily towards the passing game and Tom Brady. So I like Malcolm Mitchell quite a bit in this matchup, but that's not the only matchup I like. I like Brandon LaFell because he's got Cleveland. You know, and I, we, uh, Andy Dalton's my number two quarterback this week. And you probably know that Cleveland's a bad pass defense, but did you know they've allowed the most passing touchdowns? They've given up multiple passing touchdowns in every game except when facing Ryan Fitzpatrick or enlisting the aid of a blizzard. So (laughs) if Dalton's going to throw multiple touchdowns, I want a part of his receivers, and that means I like Brandon LaFell in this game. There you go. Uh, Let's get one more in here. Uh, Charlie listening to us in Hartford. Charlie, how you doing? Uh. Just got one, Dak Prescott or Derek Carr. I'm playing Derek Carr tonight. I'm nervous about Dak Prescott against the Giants when the Giants' pass defense has been really good. Over the last seven games, they're allowing less than one touchdown pass per game. That's it. Now, a lot of their success comes to their defensive line, and they're not going to have Jason Pierre-Paul, and so they're not going to get as much pressure on uh, on Dak as they normally get on on other teams. But still, I think this is a worrisome matchup for Dak, and I'd, I'd show some caution here. And if you've got other alternatives, and Derek Carr's not a bad one, let's take him. Uh, running back for weeks 15 and 16, Dixon, Vereen, Duke Johnson, or Forsett? Uh, let's go Kenneth Dixon and keep our fingers crossed that finally John Harbaugh sees the light and decides to give a lot of extra use. I've been waiting for this for you know two months. A lot of extra use to the running back who is averaging twice as many yards per carry, and that's Kenneth Dixon over the utterly mundane Terrence West. But they keep giving goal line opportunities to Terrence West, and over half of the carries to Terrence West, it's maddening. Hopefully, finally, they're going to see the light, and let's start giving the ball a little bit more to Kenneth Dixon here. I uh, got another one here, uh, Seahawks or Cincinnati's defense? Oh, Cincinnati for sure. Cincinnati is going up against RG3. Uh, That's Dundee. what I thought. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. And I uh, got one here, another one, Aaron Rodgers or Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's way down at number 16. I alluded to this earlier, uh, and that's and I've got for the record, I've got Aaron Rodgers at 11. Or sorry, 13. Uh, Matt Ryan's got a tough matchup. So you've got you've got the Julio Jones turf toe problem. You've got the Mohamed Sanu groin problem, and then you know if those two guys can't go, Matt Ryan's going to be throwing to Taylor Gabriel, Justin Hardy, and Aldrick Robinson. Ooh. Those are your starting receivers. So yeah, you know this is. L.A. can be a really good pass defense at times. They've got two really good cornerbacks. So, and last week they held Tom Brady to one touchdown. So I'm really nervous about Matt Ryan. I uh, got another one here. Malcolm, and this one came early this morning wanting to get the jump. Malcolm Mitchell, and he has Chris Hogan as well on his team. Which one should he start PPR league? Well, Malcolm Mitchell because he's trending all the right way. You know, Hogan is the, you know, they throw like three balls, deep balls his way, and they try to connect on one of them. You know, Malcolm Mitchell is getting lots of targets. In fact, 
you know, his targets and receptions have increased in each of the last three weeks with Gronk out to the point that now over the last three weeks, he's averaged 74 yards on a touchdown per game. So I, I like Malcolm Mitchell. He's my number 19 wide receiver this week. And in 30 seconds, you got a sleeper? I do, as a matter of fact. And I've, I've got several, but with only 30 seconds, I'm going to keep this short. Rex Burkhead is the new Giovanni Bernard for the, for the Cincinnati Bengals. And he's averaging almost twice the yards per carry that Jeremy Hill is. Hill has slumped badly to just two and a half yards per carry over the last five weeks. He goes up against a Browns defense in which Gio Bernard tortured for 80 yards and a touchdown in uh, the earlier matchup. They ranked 31st in rushing yards allowed. So Rex Burkhead is a guy you could pick up and start. And if uh, in that same game, you could even try Tyler Boyd if you want. It's another guy you could pick up off the waiver wire and start because the Browns are just that yielding. Charge, great stuff as always. We'll chat again next week, buddy. Sounds good. we got two weeks left to get everybody a championship. Let's do our best. There you go. Thank Paul Charge, and as always, good stuff. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Wisconsin wide. The Marshfield Clinic, Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.